Welcome to Talking Sense. I'm Mark Osorio. And I'm Teresa Arago. We're financial advisors, and if there's one thing we understand, it's that money can be confusing. So get ready, because we're breaking down what you don't know about money today on Talking Sense. When rising inflation and interest rates have bond values going down, as well as stock values, it's really hard to feel confident about investing right now. Mm -hmm. right? And as well, you've got investment professionals talking about an imminent hard landing. Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, what, what do you do? I think there are a lot of people that are almost, you know, harbingers of doom. It's a mm -hmm. lot of the sky is falling, the sky is falling. But you do have opportunities to just overcome that. And we're mm -hmm. talking about investing confidently today. Mm -hmm. At the beginning of the year, it seemed like most people forgot about their woes from 2022, right. as we saw the best January performance since 2019. Yeah. For the S&P and the best start for NASDAQ since 2001. Mm -hmm. But when we look at how both of those years ended, we know that the beginning of the year is not always the best indicator yeah, for how like we're going to end. And like they say, you know, the past performance is not indicative yes. of future results. That exists for a reason because, yeah. yes, we can look in the rear view and see patterns, but we can't guarantee those patterns are going to repeat. Mm -hmm. So today we want to give you a guide to investing confidently, even when things look a little shaky. That's right. And mainly, I think that in just about any realm that we're talking about, it really comes to understanding the risks involved, mm -hmm. right? So that's a lot of what we're going to be talking about today. What is the number one thing that keeps people from investing? Fear. We hear it mm. all the time. You know, what's interesting is the fears change. What specific fear people have often changes, but there's always an element of fear when someone is being reluctant to get started. Yeah, yeah. and that's it's kind of funny because that kind of reminds me of this perfect analogy. Uh, so I used to work at a, at a water park here in town and I saw this perfectly just play out every time mm -hmm. that, you know, some new kids would show up to the water park and the wave pool would turn on. Yes, right? <laughs> which is a beautiful sight. So interesting story for those of you that don't know, we both worked at this water park at different times, mm -hmm. but you're right. As a kid would approach the wave pool, the first time it turns on in the morning, they just stare. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Just a feeling of just doom. Like what, <laughs> what is going on? I've never seen waves before in their life. But the reality is we all face risks every day driving your car, going for a run, cleaning out your gutters, but mm -hmm. even just getting up and going to your job, there's always risk involved in life, but you overcome them every day to just live your life. Right. I was and this say, is similar. Exactly. And and usually, you know, those kids, by the end of the day, you just see them, you know, throwing themselves into the wave pool. Much and, to my chagrin often. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Because at that point, we're just like eyes on them. Too excited. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it's it's comfort, right? You, you start getting familiarized with the risks involved and you step your toe in, then you know you get you know up to your waist deep and before you know it, you're just swimming in it. And the best, you know, example of this that I can think of is those investors who have been successful, they're nearing retirement and they see a, a year like last year the difference in the conversations. It's often, yeah, yeah we've seen this before, we'll see it again. It's yeah. all right because they understand those dynamics. They've experienced it, successfully navigated it. Right. So they're in a different situation. That's yeah. that whole idea. So, you know, you've got to learn about your risks. And maybe that means meeting with a professional who can explain them to you because mm -hmm. you're going to and 
no matter what decision you make with your finances or life in general, there are going to be risks. If you don't invest, inflation's going to eat you up over time. Exactly. If you do invest, you've got market risk. So there are different things that you can educate yourself on so that at least you understand the risk you're facing as mm-hmm. you go to make those decisions. Yes. And so just like at the Wayful, right, I think that there's different points of uh, or different levels of risk depending mm-hmm. on how far in you go right so if you're out on the outside and you're just kind of you know waiting your your little Catching some ankle waves in. exactly <laughs> exactly not not much risk there uh, you can feel pretty comfortable there but as the further you go in you know it's kind of a, a higher and higher level if there's a, a bunch of people i mm-hmm. i would think the i, I remember i would uh, I could feel a little panicked when there was a lot of, you know, smaller kids around and there was a lot of tubes in mm-hmm. the pool, especially those when we had the the tubes that weren't see-through because yes. if there was little kids underneath, you couldn't see them even if, mm-hmm. you know, they were underwater. So But just like the wave pool, there's a point where it gets riskiest. Right. And then it softens again. Mm-hmm. I think often with our risks, when we're talking about investing, it feels risky at first. Mm-hmm. But as you catch momentum, those risks are less impactful in the long run if you yeah. can follow your plan and and see it to fruition. Um, of course, I'm not saying that's guaranteeing you success. What I'm saying is your understanding of how those risks work within the dynamics of your plan shifts over time as you get more experience and confidence. Yeah, and and there's also tools that can help kind of level out that that risk and even use it to to your advantage, right? So, so. it's really important for you to have the right plan and products that work for your specific needs and tolerances, mm-hmm. that's extremely important. No one investment is perfect for everybody. That's right. But taking time to understand them will help you move forward. And here's the thing, investing should always have a goal in mind. Yes. Right. So as, as we're talking about this, you know, we're we're thinking about, you know, one of the things that we call time horizon, right? And that's just kind of our, our lingo of, okay, well, how long is it before you're gonna use these funds? Right. Mm-hmm. So is this, you know, uh, a, a, a car purchase that you're going to make within the next 12 months? Are you saving for a down payment on a house you know, over the next three years? Or are you putting away money for college in 15 years? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, or is retirement, you know, a 20, 30 year goal for you? So all of those things have a different time frame. And so we're going to go about it a different way because it's kind of like, you know, that, that pool, you know, the further in that you go, there's more risks. So there's more things that we have to uh, kind of take into account, but there's also multiple tools that we have uh, to use and take advantage of at at different levels. So if that goal is a short-term goal, you don't want as much risk because if you had planned for it and 2021 happens or 2022, excuse me, happens and Mm -hmm. things get a little crazy, you won't be able to tolerate those dips. If you've got a longer term goal, then you can tolerate a little more of that risk. So that time horizon or the time frame that you have set aside is really important to define before you invest. And another term that tends to go with that hand in hand is liquidity. Mm-hmm. How liquid do you need the funds to be? Because there are ways to protect your money, but you're usually going to have to lock it up for a little while. There's mm-hmm. always a trade-off when it comes to investing. So understanding how long you have your time horizon and how much liquidity, how much do you need access to, will also help you make decisions confidently in your investment journey. Yes. So we want we want you know your goals to be again tied to uh, what how we're investing, and the point is that you know each one of these goals can have you know, different types of accounts, different types of investments. Uh, So in each one of those things uh, that can vary even depending on what age you are. 
So if you're out there and you're working on your financial goals, one thing I'd like you to really consider tonight when you're at home and you're kind of in your quiet time, if you're from me, that's like 10 o'clock. <laughs> what is the purpose of any investments that you currently have? Are they tied to specific goals or are you just investing for growth and hoping for the best? Because hope is not a plan. If you don't have a defined reason for each of those accounts or a purpose for each of those accounts, I'd encourage you to get with your advisor and really tie that down. And so kind of following along with those two items, right? So risk as well as time horizon and liquidity. The, what, what you kind of want to match up and the way that we do that a lot is through a strategy called time segmenting, mm-hmm. right? And this is a concept that we discuss a lot and we use in retirement planning. But it is highly effective when working simultaneously on goals that have different uh, timeframes tied to them. Right. The way we do this for retirement planning is we, after we've defined what guaranteed income resources someone needs, the rest of their portfolio is broken out based on when they're going to use it. Usually in five-year segments, but it can be very, you know, depending on the client and what their different resources are. But if you think about your different financial goals that you have sat down and defined, because we've already talked about doing that, (laughs) if you have certain goals that need to be taken care of in the next five years, that's segment one. If there's some that maybe need to be taken care of in the following five years, that's segment two. And once you break out that timeline, you can invest based off of that time segment that it assigned to. Exactly. So I don't know if you've ever played, you know, the kind of the, the matching game, right, where you have on one side... Uh, you know, you've got two columns on one side, you've got like a category and on the other side, you've got, you know, an item. So, you know, you can have like fruit and then like over here, like an apple and you've got to match them up. Right. So kind of that's essentially what you're trying to do here. And but what you're you're trying to do is match up goals to a certain level of risk here. So essentially Mm -hmm. the the concept here is that the shorter the time frame equals less risk. Right. So you you want to have less risk on a goal that you're hoping to achieve in a shorter time frame. And then for those goals that you have a longer time frame, you can afford to take on more risk typically. So Mm -hmm. that's where you want to have those fluctuations in your portfolio. One thing to understand, though, is there's there's always going to be risk with investments. So, you know, avoiding risk when you're trying to invest is going to be very difficult. Mm -hmm. So it's just about managing what you can. Yeah. And so this is one of the jobs that we as advisors do is put together portfolios that have the right amount Mm -hmm. of risk for our clients uh, and are able to match those timeframes up for you. And if you're sitting there and you're one of those people like me who your portfolio took a little bit of a hit last year, I'm growth focused, so I did. One thing to remember is I don't need all of it today. Mm -hmm. I don't need any of it for another 25 years at minimum. So when I'm in those moments where my brain starts to mess with me, I can go, okay, time. When is my time frame? Am I needing to panic now? No, I've got my plan. My investments are meant for long term. And that helps me kind of manage my emotions in the moment. Yeah. And it takes a good bit of skill and knowledge to be able to pair, to play that matching game of the right investment with the right segment. So if you need more insight in that, there are resources to help you with that. Yeah. Yeah. And like like I said, you know, that's something that we uh, do for our clients. So that might be something that you might want to reach us, reach out to us about and, you know, get a little bit more insight into your specific situation. And we'd love to, we'd love to help out with that.
And back to the wave pool analogy, you know, the market generally has been working its way upward. That has been the historical trend. Mm -hmm. But if you've ever paid attention to it, it does have waves. Uh, That's just how it has always functioned. So it's important that your plan and your strategy account for those waves Mm -hmm. because they're going to come. So don't expect just an uphill climb from anything that that just does not exist. Exactly. Exactly. And the last little bonus point that I had here is is diversification. Right. Mm -hmm. And basically what I equate that to is, you know, I I love to travel. So, you know, I I fly, I would say pretty regularly, um, you know, but there's a huge difference between, you know, flying in, you know, one of those big airplanes that has you know four different engines on it Mm -hmm. or, you know, going down to, you know, your local small town airport and flying in a single engine plane. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so when you're fly, flying in one of those big planes, one of those engine engines goes out, you know, you're still fine. You still got three more. Right. But if you're in a single engine plane and that one goes out, you're pretty much done for. Right. So in the same way, the diversification is kind of like having those a larger number of engines that if one goes down, you're still safe. And again, that is another tool to help you invest confidently. So it's time for our two cents. And Mark, I was going to let you go first. Yeah. So if you're feeling panicked about everything that's going on in the market, uh, we know that it's easy to become paralyzed by that fear. But the best way to overcome it is by starting to understand the risks involved. So, you know, going in and and finding those resources to learn about, you know, the things that that we talked about today, a little bit more about market risk, a little bit more about liquidity risk, even maybe something like opportunity risk. Right. So uh, learning about those risks and what is involved in investing would be a great way to get you started and building up that confidence. And if any of this is something you go, man, I'd love some help with this, let us know. It's what we do for a living. It's what we specialize in. And we'd be glad to give you assistance in your journey towards financial independence. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you're looking for a new take on your financial news, check out our show, Fastest Four. You can find it on our YouTube page or on fastest4.com. That's fastest, the number four, dot com. Thanks for listening to the Talking Sense podcast. And if you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to the podcast to get all the newest episodes. The GenWealth team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. And while we like to have fun here, we're also financial advisors, and that means disclosures. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. General Financial Advisors is an Arkansas registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC.